Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? It is February 20th, 2018, and we apologize for the late start. A little bit of technical difficulties going on. Not sure what happened. I felt like I was stuck in an elevator for the last six minutes because of that cheesy, corny, crazy music that nobody likes to listen to. But I am one half of your hosts for the night, the Aztec Warrior Alex Cruz, as we're always awaiting the late arrival of the godfather, Nate Milton. But again, here we are on the road to WrestleMania. So much to talk about. As always, one of the best times of the year. It's almost like Christmas in the world of professional wrestling. Um, we have a special guest tonight in our Indie Spotlight segment with Miss Salina de la Renta, one of the up-and-coming females out in the independent scene right now out of Florida, so we're pretty excited about that. How's everybody doing? Obviously, I can't hear you guys, so I'm assuming everyone's doing well. You know, we're into, we're into Tuesday. We just had a SmackDown. Then we just had Raw yesterday, NXT tomorrow. For those of you who watch Impact on Pop, you got Impact on Thursday, 205 Live tonight, as well as the Mixed Match Challenge. So, so much, so much. I mean, wrestling can consume your life, and if you are the ones to watch New Japan and Ring of Honor and everything else, you can pretty much have wrestling seven days a week. Sounds like a pretty good life, if you ask me. Other than that, we're waiting for the arrival, as I said, of our guest tonight, of Mr. Nate Milton. Because up until then, I really pretty much am just going to sit here and talk to myself, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I can listen to myself talk. But, again, there's only so much I can go with it. I'll tell you what, today's been a little bit of a hectic day. You know, you, you just come off of a, a show on Saturday, and it always seems, you know, they, they talk about jet lag. I think there's got to be something along the lines of car lag as well or something. Because usually if you're making those seven-hour-plus seven drives, back home after a show, it's one of those things that you feel, you know, uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's one of those things that you feel like it's just a, a long just drag home, and then it affects you all the way through Monday, and it's not until Tuesday where you start getting your week back uh, up and running. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is, right? It's Tuesday. I felt like a Monday for me. I felt back to normal. You know, it took me a little bit longer because it's just like Alex, those car rides just Alex, you out. So it works out. What's up? Alex? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, Nate's on 407, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bring him on. I'm going to put him through. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Elio. I'm telling you, he's like the voice of right. up above, like the heavens. Hello, who do we have on? Hello? Hello? Oh, hey, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a second. You can't, you can't start yet. I got to give you an introduction first. I, we, we thought it was my co-host, but again, seems like the guest always beats the co-host, right? Sorry, sorry, my bad. So, 
all good. Thank you, Leo. Look, we're going to get this thing together, I promise. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest is on for tonight, Miss Selena De Lorenza. How you doing? But I'm here. <laughs> good, good. Hey, look, I, I, I know for those of you who are probably wondering why she sounds a little, little under the weather, you're just getting over the flu, right? Oh, my God, yes. It's the worst ever. It seems it's like that's just human, going on with everybody. The sickness of the what? No, I said it feels like every other person you talk to has gotten the flu. It, it's unreal right now. Oh, yeah, and I found out who gave it to me, and I can't wait to see him because I'm going to beat his ass. Wait, 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 wait. So not only do you have – well, you're getting over the flu, but – you found out who gave you the flu? You have it like 100% oh, yeah. confirmation? Yeah, I, I think oh, no. investigation. As soon as I got sick, I started blaming my friend. And then she goes like, it wasn't me. I was fine. I was fine. And like, it was your stupid boyfriend. And then she goes like, it wasn't him because he was just sick. Then I'm like, but you were sleeping with him. And then she goes like, no, it's not because of that. It wasn't him. So then I, I was blaming her. And then she did an investigation and found out who gave it to me. And now I'm, I found out. So now I'm going to whoop their ass. Oh, boy. And, and you know, it's funny. I think I know this, the friend you're talking about and the boyfriend you've talked about. Thanks to social media. I just know all the things that go on. And uh, You probably know everything. You know, <clears throat> he, he, he's, he's going he's gonna to get a taste of the other law, if you know what I'm saying. You know, if, uh, if he's the one yeah. starting and spreading it. So. Getting everybody straight. <laughs> but other than I that, know, I mean, it's, I know it's, it's been it's been a couple of weeks. I think the last time, actually, last time I saw you was Sweetwater, which I know that uh, that was that was what like about, about in uh, January, January I think it was Sweetwater. I think so. If I'm not mistaken, it was like wait, uh, yeah, it might have been. I don't know. Wait, what are we in March? No, December. I think December was Sweetwater, Miami. Oh yeah, it was December. Yep, Look yep. at you. I don't. I don't well, really know. You can't tell me it was this date because then I'll be like, "Yeah, it was that date," and then you'll say it's this date. And I'm like, "Oh, you're right. It's that date." I know no, nothing. No, no, it was yesterday. I swear it was yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> Definitely yesterday. While I while I was in my room sleeping. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Yep. That's about right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So like I said, I I know uh we're on a limited uh amount of time with your voice. I mean, I'm sure if, if you were all good to go, I don't want to keep you too long. Nate will probably pop in randomly and rudely as always, because he's always he always makes his grand entrance. So you'll you'll hear him co- come up. But for the listeners and the people that are listening right now, I mean, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, you know. When did you find the interest in becoming a pro wrestler? Was your story the same as everybody else? Did you always love it since you were a kid, or did it come later in life? I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, boy. This this is definitely not everybody's story, and it's probably the most embarrassing story in the world to tell. But whatever, I can go with it, because I've been telling it on every podcast now. (laughs) (coughs) So, um, when I was little, I was not a, a... allowed to watch wrestling like every other girl probably I was supposed to be a lady and do modeling and all the girly stuff that I don't like so um, my stepdad was watching the boogeyman and I was peeking and I'm like oh that's so cool my mom's like go to your room what are you doing I'm like mommy's eating worms and she's like go to your room now so whatever I go into my room and I always had that in the back of my mind. And I'm like, that was fascinating. I don't know what he was doing, but he was eating worms. So then um, when I turned 19, um, I was studying film. 
And one of the films that I was studying happened to be a reality show called Total Diva. Then I'm like, oh, this is badass. These girls are awesome. And I tell my mom, mom, I'm still a model. I'm 19. So I look at my mom and I'm like, mom, do you see a model and you look at me? And she goes like, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Do you see a professional wrestler when you look at me? And she goes like, I mean, I can see it, but I, I don't know. I mean, your body is similar. And I'm like, then I'm going to do it. And she goes like, are you serious? And I'm like, yep. And she's like, no, you're not going to. And I'm like, oh, you did not just dare. All right, so I went, <clears throat> I went online and I found a school five minutes away. And literally, that's how I started wrestling. That's unbelievable. And, and you know, it's kind of weird. you know, random that kinda, way. I, I tell you what, it sounds like it. I mean, and, and the, the crazy thing now after hearing that story makes me think of like, all right, well, why, if, if you know, she was interested in the boogeyman, why, why aren't you coming out with like worms or something? You know what I mean? Why don't you change it up? Why, why can't you be, you know, a female yeah, wrestler with like something messy, you know, like, yeah, you know, I mean, you could have done gummy worms. I mean, it could have been the same thing, you know, more, more, uh, more family friendly, right? That's hilarious. <laughs> well, Actually, like, I always thought it was fascinating. To me, it's fascinating when people do stuff that other people don't dare to do. So, for me, oh, wrestling yeah. in general is something that you need a lot of guts to get in the ring. Like, I'm sorry. A lot of people say wrestling is fake, wrestling is this. I dare them to go through yeah, one set point. of training, one month. Yeah. And they won't survive because I, I think, like, at least 70% of the people that I met the day that I re- that I was that I started are not there anymore. So for, for me, it's like, I don't know. I think it's, it's fascinating. And a person eating worms is something completely extraordinary because nobody's going to wake up one day and be like, Hey, I'm going to go eat some worms. All right. Cause I think they're delicious. No, it's not common. <laughs> so I was fascinated yeah, by no. it. Not because I wanted to, Right, no, I I totally understand, you know. And so, how long have you been wrestling now? <coughs> it's two years now, two years and oh, maybe wow. ten days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but who who's who's really counting, right? Yeah, and then I think it's like, well, I remember it is February ninth, the day that I started, because my birthday is on the sixth, and I was I just I had just turned nineteen. Wow. Okay. So I will okay. never Very I will cool. never forget. Yeah, you don't. You normally don't, don't don't ever forget those type of moments. And it's so funny when you when you know you talk about the f word that you know we we hate to hear all the time. But you know one of the beautiful things that I love about independent wrestling is that when we go to shows, you have sometimes the people that are helping you set events. You get these volunteers, or um, just like uh, the at the Elevate Pro Performance Center where we do all of our training. You know the 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 actual owners of the gym gym. They you know like it was a guy you know that, that you know it's like oh you know. He's like one of those outdoorsy type, you know, manly man type guys. And, you know, always thought wrestling looked fake, you know, whatever it is. So he's around when we break down a ring, when we get in. And he's he's been right next to it before. And, you know, the face that he makes sometimes when he hears us take bumps. And I'm like, hey, man, you want to you wanna come take a bump? Whatever. Like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm not. People, people, when they get close to it and they see what we're doing and they hear that there's really no give, that changes their mind. I'm like, you know, come come do this, like anywhere between 10 to 20 times in a match if you're taking that many bumps. I mean, who's really counting in a match? You know, sometimes you're taking more bumps than you really realize you did. 
And um, I know. When they I hate see it. That it's, yeah. I mean, when, when, Every when time you I see take that it's simply, off, I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, when when you see that it's just metal, wood, and just like a hard, like thin piece of foam or, or like padding, you know, it's 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 no joke, you know, and, and that's. That's what people don't understand that, you know, the wear and tear and, and the, the severity of what we put ourselves through. It's, it's, it's not a game. I mean, it's going to catch up to you at some point, but, um, but it definitely takes a special individual to, to do it. And then to separate yourself, um, that, that's a whole nother ball game. So, definitely. Um, Even when so, I started, I thought that the ring was made of a bounty. I thought it was a bounty house. And a bounty I could not walk in it. Stuff. <laughs> I know, it was crazy. Come on. I was only allowed to watch, like, girl stuff and maybe, like, Care Bears. So the least I could think was, was, like, a bouncy house. So uh, I, I got, when the first time I got in the ring, I was not able to stand up because I did not know how to stand up in, in it. And I kept falling. I'm like, oh, what the hell am I doing? But, uh, but when I saw it, um, when they were building it, I was like, oh, my God, this is completely shocking. Is this where I bump? That's horrible. I was paranoid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to bump. I thought it was a bouncy day. house. Where's Where's the plastic balls and where's the music and and, and the, the 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 screens and stuff? Where is it? No, it's not yeah, a where's the stuff? Where's the Where's the fake part? Yeah, right. I'm telling you. So, I guess talking about how you got into professional wrestling and the 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 length that you've been wrestling. Um, do you have any inspirations from the time that you really started watching it? Anybody that kind of really inspired you to, to be like, you know what, this is the person that, that really, you know, has inspired me to become a professional wrestler. Is there anybody that you look up to, try to emulate, um, anyone well, that you watched growing up? <clears throat> the good thing about me is that, um, honestly, the people that inspire me to wrestle are not really wrestlers. So, like, my wow. step, my sister's dad um, is so passionate about wrestling that when I saw that, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to do this. My dad is a big fan of Total Divas, which is why I even chose that reality show in the first place. So my dad's like, you need to watch this. And, the, and then I would say my dad and my sister's dad are my main influence and, like, have made me get into wrestling. Right now, my mom is the one that, like, supports me the most. She's always like... Yeah, well, I hate wrestling, but I want you to make it, and I want you to keep going. So it's always like my family mainly are the people that that are that are the ones that keep me going in wrestling. The boogeyman will always be the first person I saw, so he will always be the one person that inspired me to wrestle in the first place. And the day that I met him, I, I lost it. I swear. I shared the locker room with him. And I could not stop staring. I was like, I am a little kid right now. It was horrible. I was like, wow. I want to talk to him the whole night. And I didn't because I know respect and all that. But <clears throat> but I really wanted to. Then um, as I, I started wrestling, I met Santana. And, well, there, she will always be the first female wrestler that I met. So... So for for me, it's it's great because I walked into wrestling not knowing anything. And, of course, I would have loved to have a 
wrestling background, wrestling family, wrestling education. But the fact that I walked into it not knowing what it was allowed me to create my own character. So I looked up to people like J-Lo. I looked up to people like um, Lady Gaga. And my character is inspired in nowadays celebrities. And then I started watching wrestling. So the first, the first person that I started studying was Doink the Clown, Rikishi, <coughs> and people that my trainer was feeding to me. Right. So it is a little okay, different. Well, yeah, definitely. And, and so who, who had it before? I'm, I'm going to make this kind of a two-part. You say your trainer. Where, where did you train and who, who is your trainer? Well, I, I started training at Team Vision Dojo. My, my first okay, trainer cool. was Jason Rand. And, um, but, um, but I have, honestly, I have different trainers. He's not the only one. I started training with Santana at the time. Um, I train now with Aaron Epic, Lindsay Dorado. At the time, Ricardo Rodriguez was not, um, yes. not down in Florida anymore. Yep. <laughs> um, now, awesome. um, sometimes I go and train with Mr. 450, who's yep. a great person. Um, yeah, he is. Guy. And I, I honestly have had the opportunity to train with different people. So uh, training a team mission dojo, but I, I have made it a point that I move to different places and learn from different people because I don't want to wrestle one style. Only. One way. If I only learn from yep. one person, then I'll wrestle like that person, and I want to become right. my own. So I just want yep. to pick the the best from from different people that I consider good to learn from. Yeah. So, so it's, it's funny when you say that, because so, uh, I had, I had Ricardo Rodriguez come by, um, you know, probably right before he, he, well, I actually, as he was leaving, uh, well, moving out of Florida. And I mean, the, the man's a genius, you know, and we look forward to having yeah. him come back and, you know, your mindset is exactly the mindset that I feel truly, truly uh, benefits people, you know, that, that mindset where it's like, I want to learn from more than one person because as we're always taught, you know, in professional wrestling, there's a million and one ways to do things and there's a million and one ways to learn how to do it. You know, you just have to find the right one that's going to help you learn exactly what you want to do. You know, you can take some things, put it in your back pocket, some of the things, you know, you might not want to use or you may not apply it to you, but um, there's really no negative in the way you actually came up into wrestling. You know, I think sometimes the, the super fans that grow up, like, you know, listen, do you say the boogeyman is one of your, uh, you know, one of the people that kind of like sparked your interest, you know, it's funny because you, you don't really hear that. No one really says, Oh, the boogeyman. That's like saying, Oh, Eugene was the reason why I got into wrestling, you know, or, <laughs> you know, you know, the boogeyman was, uh, you know, a, a very, very different character. You know, usually it's all oh, Mysterio, Guerrero, Sting, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. You know, you're over here like, hey, it's it's the boogeyman. You know, it's it's awesome. You know, it's different. But the cool thing is, you're such like you're such a blank canvas that you can do so much with that. You know, if if the drive is there and you're willing to learn, and you kind of just paint your own picture, and you'll never have to worry about thinking in the back of your mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up being like this person, this person, this person, because you've watched them your whole life. So. Um, where, where me, it's like, you know, or, or, or some of the other guys that we've watched wrestling our whole lives, it's like, oh, we start doing stuff. We're like, oh, man, you know, so-and-so did this, or now I'm starting to look like this guy, or maybe I'm starting to look like John Cena or, like, wrestling. You know, so it's really cool. There's nothing wrong with that at all. 
<laughs> I honestly have gotten really good feedback from it, and I get a lot of, of honestly, a lot of heat for it. But it's okay because you know what? Like, you know, if people are talking about you, whether it's bad or good, it's a good thing. Yep. So I, I just let it be. It, it's gonna happen. Like when I when the first time I told the story, I went on a podcast. It was uh, I don't remember. I I I said it, and the next thing I know. A lot of people are hitting me up about it, like, don't repeat that. And I'm like, excuse me, this is my story. I will repeat it. Because even though you might consider it embarrassing, it is my story. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, who's really going to judge you? You know, and and I totally agree with you because, again, I guess this might be the heat magnet segment because you and I are about to burn together because, again, I started in one school and and I I, I left my home home promotion. You know, it was just – I didn't like the environment. It is what it is, but I'm forever getting heat from that one place. You know, I mean, they'll tell you that I'm, you know, the worst thing in the face of the planet and I'm don't ever book me, blah, blah, blah. You know, it is what it is. But I went out and started from the damn scrap bottom. I mean, I was wrestling in the little ding, 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 redneck places with, you know, like 50 people. And then, you know, where, you know, your cousins, 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 sisters are all there and everybody like, you start there, and, and, you know, I went anywhere I could to, to start working shows. And then I would – my school used to be about 30 minutes away from my house. I was driving three – actually an hour and a half to sometimes three hours just to go get, get in a ring and train. And, you know, it's one of those things where you make those sacrifices. And then, you know, I had the idea to start Elevate Pro and whatever it is. And, and at that moment, it's like sometimes you have to do what's best for you to, to better yourself, you know, not everybody's going to like it, but that's the whole point of this business is taking risks and find what works for you. So whether you're getting good heat or bad heat, it's like, it is what it is. You know, you're never going to make anybody happy. Um, you're never going right. to, I'm sorry, you're never going to make everybody happy, you know? So, I mean, so what? And the beautiful thing, let me just put this out there. This is pipe bomb radio. You can say whatever the hell you want. You can curse. You can do whatever it is. If a kid's listening, sorry, it's actually past your bedtime. You should probably be getting ready for school, but it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, and 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 I, like I said, you know, I, I know there was a little incident on the on the internet the other day that I talked to you about, and you know, it's just it's it's Jesus BS. Christ. You know, not not everybody not everybody can see things the way you do, but um, you know, it's just it's unfortunately it's the political aspect of wrestling, you know. Yeah, I'm still dealing with that actually. That the little incident on the internet, I don't think that's going away for a minute. Yeah, uh, they'll they'll get over it. I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Right? Probably not going to stop you from from your bookings, and you know what? It's like they're probably just no. Jealous you know the funny thing? I got like um like seven bookings out of it. Damn! They gave me free publicity. <laughs> it was crazy. He like, he, he went like, on man, who the- online. This this guy went online and started ranting about me, and people started opening my page, and people are like, oh, yeah. well, we're on her side actually. Now that we see the other side. <laughs> it's like, it's like, who's this bouncy house barnyard explosion that he's talking about? Well, wait, wait a second. Holy, wait, wait, wait. You, you know what? Booty monster. What? I'm going to start booking her. You know what? This is good. You know? Yeah. They, they were like, like, actually, she's pretty good. I don't see what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, so like, I'm going to book her for my next three shows. Yeah. Hey, I, I've gotten some, a little bit of that added, added some heat too. You know, it works out, you know, Hey, some, sometimes, it does. sometimes it's like it does people, work out. people do not realize, and what I don't understand, 
I always my, my dad and everybody always told me, and it took me a little while to, to get it. It's like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. But in professional wrestling, when you start putting somebody's name out there, all you're doing is putting them over. So one way or the exactly. other, someone's either going to open it up and agree, or they're going to open up and be like, hey, this this guy actually, this female, they, they look good. You know, so that's why I just don't say a thing, because I'm not going to put anybody over at my expense, even if I don't like them or, or et cetera. If, you know, it's just, it's just better just to keep the comments to yourself and avoid Correct. all that, you know? And honestly, I am not a person that goes online and rants about absolutely anybody. If you go on my social media, my day consists of posting my dog, that's the one person I put over. Uh, I'll post a video of my mom acting crazy, which is normal behavior for her. And um, I'll post maybe my pictures of the day, my gym. Maybe I'm with Aria. Maybe I'm at Disney. But besides these people, I don't post about anything. So imagine when you, when I actually have to post about somebody, how mad I was. Yeah, no, I I. I t- no, and it's like it just it sucks sometimes because you know you, like like I said I mean there, there's places that they will really try everything be like oh don't book this person don't book this person it's like dude you know like don't don't be that petty you know it's like it's not I mean it's because at yeah, the end I mean, of the I don't day I don't, I don't care people should get booking yeah yeah I don't think anybody yeah, yeah. should be like <clears throat> taking in nobody's opportunities but um oh, I don't know wrestling is weird you know especially. Especially other parts of the area, you know, outside of maybe your state. There's definitely places and people like that that will be like, oh, you know, don't book this guy. Or, hey, you know, this dude's no good. You know, it's, hey, it is what it is. You know, it's, yeah, you can't make everybody I happy. I know it so. does. I'm just saying I don't, yep. I don't agree with it. So there's one one to two little things I want to touch on left. We're going to play one quick game, and then we're going to wrap it up. So, um, do it. so I'm going to try to knock this out in about five minutes. So, um, bum, bum, bum. Spoil brats. Obviously, it's it's your little faction that you got going on with Aria Blake. How'd that come into play? You know, where 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 did that idea come from? It's it's starting to kind of there's calendars and there's bookings everywhere and there's appearances. Like, did y'all just open up a can of worms that's actually benefiting? Well, um, Aria Blake and I met maybe a year ago. No, we actually no, we met. She was my third match. So we met a while back, but um, but when we met, she started talking to me about about her boyfriend, and I'm like, okay, this is different. Nobody nobody talks to me about like anything this this easily, and then um, we just started talking, but it was like, eh, not that much. She'll send me some memes. I'll send her some memes. Then one day, um. <coughs> My school was doing a show, and they, they messaged me, and they're like, hey, do you want to talk with this person? Or would you rather talk with Aria Blake? I don't remember who the other person was. And then I go like, well, I kind of like Aria. I don't really know the other person, so let me just talk with Aria. I'm like, all right. Then Aria messaged me that night, and she's like, hey, what do you want to wear? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever you want to wear. So then when we showed up, the spoilbacks actually happened in the ring. It wasn't like we planned on being spoiled brats. Like as we have our little like dynamic going on, people are loving it and we're like, oh this is cool. So we kept feeding off of each other and then we realized that we we look like spoiled brats. So then in the back, I'm like, girl, we definitely need to tag more often and then she's like, Yes, I agree. 
that was awesome. And everybody's like, you guys should stick together. This is great. And then as we're sitting down, I'm, I'm, we're thinking of names. And I'm like, what do you think spoiled brats? And she goes like, perfect. That's what we're going with. So spoiled brats name, um, I would say, I would say I came up with the name, but the the gimmick itself, it just happened. Nobody came up with it. We just that's did. awesome. Then that's um, cool. the calendars and everything else. Honestly, most of our merchandise are Ali Blake's ideas, and then she she just talks to me. I don't I don't know like randomly she'll message me and be like, hey, I have this idea, and then I'll go and be like all right, I have this person that can do, make it happen. So she she has the idea, I make it happen. That's awesome. I mean, hey, sometimes things just click, you mesh well, and, I mean, honestly, I, well, honestly, the best of luck to both of you guys in, you know, 2018, hopefully, you know, things continue to click and work for you guys. And, I mean, hell, sometimes, you know, success as a singles, all, you know, wrestle always works. But then if you can knock out the tag game too, I mean, hey, that's, that's just better and double opportunity for you. So, um, definitely yeah, good luck with that. Um, so I guess the last, um, let's just say, um, we'll just make this short and sweet. If you had to pick anybody to wrestle a dream match, who would it be? <coughs> oh man. I, I'm honestly, my dream match is with Melina, but I'm wrestling her this Saturday. Well, this, wow. Well, again, I know see, it's, it's that that's awesome. That is very, very cool. I'm, I'm sure you're excited for that one. I know. I'm super excited. Very, very nice. Well, yeah, well, like I said, keep me updated with that. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing the match, and uh, that's uh, I'm glad that uh, our dream's able to be able to come true. Um, and then yeah, me too. my second to last thing, the second to last thing before the game, your most embarrassing moment so far in a wrestling ring. Do you have one? Oh, boy, I do. It's great. Okay, <laughs> so I the first time I wore boots, wrestling boots, um, uh-huh. I didn't know that I had that they were different. So for me, I thought that I was I had been wearing tile boots or Converse to wrestle in, and I thought, well, it's a change of shoe. It can't be a big deal. So I look like a clown. I feel like my feet are too big, and then I'm like trying to walk in the ring, and it's like stomping on. So literally, I felt like I had like I don't know how to say like cardboard attached to my feet, and then, like, duct tape around it. That's how wrestling boots feel. Then I get in the ring, and I'm like, okay, so this is weird. My trainer goes like, well, Aaron Epic goes like, um, you, you need to train in those. And I'm like, it's fine. I'll be fine. I'm walking into the locker room, and my <laughs> other trainer, Lindsay, goes like, girl, have you trained in those? And I said, no. And he goes like, extreme, all right, just go in the ring, all right. So as I'm having the match, I go to throw a clothesline, and I did like a tornado in the middle of the ring for no reason, and I fell so hard. And, it was, and then I turn, I turn around, Arya's thinking that my knee popped out, and I can't stop laughing. It was oh, my gosh. It is the best uh, video ever. I watch it when I'm sad. <laughs> oh man, well hey, when it's when it's self entertainment, I guess there's nothing better, right? Oh, it's uh, great. That's awesome. Too I funny. need a gift for it. All right. 
Well, look, so check it out. We're going to close out with this, and then we'll let you plug all your social media so people know where to find you. But this is a game I'm, I'm starting. I started it this year. I want to start playing with people. It's called This or That. I'm going to give you option A, option B. You only have a few seconds to answer, or else I'm going to skip <laughs> to the next one. It's something that okay. you just have to pick that as your natural instinct, right? So it's just a bunch of random stuff, all right? Are you ready? Yeah. Hopefully the listeners are ready for my nonsense, but here we go yet again with the second time we were playing this. This or that. Spaghetti or lasagna? Spaghetti. Trish Stratus or Lita? Trish. The yes movement or the yep movement? Yes, the yes movement. (laughs) Gatorade or Powerade? BMW or Mercedes? BMW. Very good choice. Cats or dogs? Dogs, dogs. Sweet tea or unsweet tea? Okay, both deserve to go in the trash. (laughs) Sweet tea. (laughs) Very cool answer. All right. Hot coffee or frozen coffee? Oh, man, they're both great. Hot hot coffee, I guess. Chocolate or caramel? Oh, chocolate. Rabbits or hamsters? Um, rabbits. <laughs> roller coasters or Ferris wheels? Definitely roller coasters. All right, last but not least, jet skis or four-wheelers? Very, very oh. cool. Well, that's, that does it oh, for our, uh, our second ever edition of This or That. I'm very, very thankful for you coming on. I, I know you, you're definitely a trooper. I truly appreciate it. And I owe you one for coming on here sick because, again, you could have easily just been like, ah, you know, found an excuse. But, again, uh, I'm very appreciative for that. We definitely enjoyed talking to you. I know Nate, uh, I, don't, I think he's going to leave me hanging tonight. But, hey, I can handle this thing on my own. But for the listeners <laughs> that are listening out there and want to know where to find you, where to keep up with you, where your next coming upcoming matches are, where, where, can, they, where can they reach you? All right, well, um, all my social medias are the same, so that's going to be easy. My name is Salina De La Renta. The, the way you spell that is S-A-L-I-N-A-T-E-L-A-R-E-N-T-A. I need a shorter name. Um, <laughs> so that, that's, that's all my social media. And for the upcoming sh- <coughs> I choke. <coughs> the upcoming shows, I have, uh, I'm going to be tomorrow at ACW. I'm going to be... Thursday at FTW in Tampa. I'm going to be flying Friday because I'll have a show in Kansas, IWR, in Wichita. And then that's it for this week. Awesome. Very, very cool. Well, look, I hope you get well soon. Thanks for coming on. It was fun chit-chatting. Hopefully everybody else enjoyed it. And uh, get well soon. Go drink some, like, tea and, and, and honey or something. You know, well, actually, honey and lemon. My bad. Honey and lemon. Or, or some tea is good, too. I'll take some tea. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No problem. Take care of yourself. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks. Bye. Man, man, oh, man. So check that out. Another successful indie spotlight segment with Alex Cruz and Nate Mitt. Wait a second. Nate didn't show up and left me hanging yet again. As I always said, it, it just shows, you know, as, as, as my as my radio dad, you'd think that he'd be here for me. But yet again, he always leaves me stranded like he has practically my entire life. So, hey, it is what it is, right? Um, <laughs> but, man, awesome. It, it's incredible sometimes when you're able to talk to these people and 
And, you know, everybody has a different story. No matter who you talk to, somebody has a different story. And, um, I mean, from, from her, her inspiration of, of interest was the boogeyman out of all people, you know, and then the way she got into wrestling, it's just, it's so awesome to see that she's even able to get one of her dream matches against uh, Melina this coming week. And, and, and that's awesome in a matter of just two years and 10 days, as she said. So um, very, very cool. Again, everybody, that was Miss Selena De La Renta. Um, obviously, if you guys need to find out how to spell her name, she spells that out for you, but you can always go to the Pipe Bomb Radio page, check it out there, follow her on her social media, keep up with her and stuff and so on and so forth. Um, I went ahead, it's funny, I went ahead and opened up the lines, um, an open fan forum. If anybody who's on my Facebook page and sees, hey, let's talk a little wrestling, you're more than welcome to call in. I like a challenge. I like, I like some people taking the chance and, you know, hey, let's talk, let's talk a little something. You don't have to call me with anything crazy. I don't need to know what you're wearing or what you're sleeping in, but let's just talk a little wrestling. Um, the phone number to pipe on radio three, four, seven, two, zero, two, zero, three, nine, nine. All you got to do is give it a call, give it a ring. Cause I'm going to be here for a little bit longer. Um, in hopes that Mr. Nate Milton shows up, but I think he found something better to do. And the hardest part, I think the hardest part is keeping a conversation going by yourself. But guess what? I'm going to do it because I, I'm capable of doing so. So we're going to keep things rolling. Um, <laughs> so, again, man, the road to WrestleMania has been pretty cool. We, we're, we're still seeing those buildups. Um, right now, I, I don't think that there's a clear picture on what's really going to go on. Like, what are the tag matches going to be? Who, who's going to be wrestling for the women championships? You know, we still don't really have much of a clue on SmackDown aside that Charlotte's a champion. What's Ronda Rousey going to be doing? You know, you have you have Alexa Bliss having to defend this Sunday at the Elimination Chamber, which that's the big pay-per-view coming up. Seven-man elimination for the first time in history. You know, and that's, that's pretty incredible when you look at it. I mean, you, you have, uh, you know, you have Elias. Let's see if I can do this off the top of my head. <laughs> you have Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, The Miz, John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman, you know, and, and, and that's, that's pretty chaotic, you know. Who's your pick? Who do you guys think is going to win? I mean, me personally, I was talking to my, my, good, bro, my good brother, Ray Fury, uh, on the road home this past weekend from Jacksonville, and, you know, I, I, I personally would love to see the Beast versus the Demon, and it has to be like that. It can't just be the Beast versus Finn Balor. The Beast versus the Demon, Um you know, I, I know we they, they they teased it a little bit, you know, earlier on, you know, or midway through last Alex? year, and you know, and, yo, what's up? Excuse me, Alex. Uh, area up? code seven seven two. Area code seven seven two is on the line. Bring it, bring it. Let's do it. Bring it. Go ahead. Hello, Pipe Bomb Radio. Hey, Alex. How you doing tonight? Good. Who am I speaking with? Kim Artlip. Ho, ho, what's up, Kim? How you doing? I was just listening to you talking to Selena, and I'm still laughing about the bouncy house uh, surface <laughs> of the ring. Uh, oh, I, man, I, I, totally, I totally popped on that one. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I mean, it was, it was pretty funny because you use every other thing, but you don't ever really refer to a wrestling ring as a bouncy house. 
So uh, it was it was definitely pretty funny. And and look for listeners, for those of you who do not know who I'm speaking with, this is Miss Kim Artlip. She is the owner of Ignite Wrestling. Um, we could we could say out of Florida, right? Out of actually out of Orlando, Florida. I, I would say um, quote unquote kind of sort of sometimes Vero Beach. Vero Beach is our home, but we we make appearances in Orlando just to make it convenient for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. For for some of us uh, that, that drive a long way. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, you know, we're sitting here talking about the Elimination Chamber and, and you know, just how WrestleMania, did you really, have you put your finger on WrestleMania yet? Have you really, like, have, do you have any, like, cold-cut maybe idea that this is going to happen or, or you know, because right now it's still kind of up in the air. You know, I keep on telling everybody this WrestleMania is going to be very, very different for one major reason that as of right now, there's no dead man. There's no Undertaker. We, we've probably seen the last of them through uh, the symbolism of last year's WrestleMania. So, you know, everybody always knew that his match was so significant and it was always going to be kind of like jaw-dropping and, you know, that that's going to make moments. But you don't have that anymore. So how do you prepare to, to deliver a top-notch WrestleMania without The Undertaker for the first time? And, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been 20-something years. I mean, it's been a while. Oh, it's been forever. I mean, it, it's not going to be the same without having him there. But I think Elimination Chamber actually is going to set the stage for so much of WrestleMania, especially with Ronda Rousey. There's going to have to be something more than her simply signing a contract to to pique people's interest. Uh, I, I totally yeah. think there's going to be uh, – I think her and Stephanie are going to uh, get into it uh, during the contract signing. Something's going to happen. Um it's just a matter of what. And I still think the dead man's going to appear. Um, I don't think he's out of out of the equation. Now, whether he wrestles, I don't know. But it, it, it could be just like last year when, um, you know, when we had those surprises that came out that nobody knew about. For all we know, he could just, his music and the lights could go out just enough to distract somebody for the win. He doesn't even have to actually walk in. Yeah, you're you're totally correct. But but what do you but where do you go with that? I mean, what 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 can that possibly lead to? I mean, if he's hung it up for good, I mean, what? I mean, a distraction is, can only be a distraction. But I mean, where would that fit? How would it even make sense? Or I mean, usually if if you're going to hear it, you're either going to see him or there's a reason why. Um, or, or um, could we I, possibly see him in the Hall of Fame? I don't this think year? he's. I don't think he's done. I think he's got one more match in him. Uh, I think, and but I don't think it's going to be WrestleMania. I think he's going to. I think there's going to be something that'll happen at WrestleMania, and I think he'll make one more appearance in SummerSlam. That's awesome. Very cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, you never know. But I mean, I, I mean, not trying to get too far off of WrestleMania, but I mean, The Undertaker coming back in, in some way. I mean, if if he had one more match, I mean. Who who would it be? I mean, you can't have him lose another one. I mean, he's he's or I mean, you'd have to give him something, you know, to 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 go off of. I mean, um, I mean, I know I know they talked at one point. I think it was you know at some point they were trying to do John Cena versus versus the Undertaker, but you know that's that never really came about at WrestleMania or um, or maybe you know I, I don't know. I, you know, it's it's kind of weird because then. 
you know, there's a few things because let's let's talk John Cena real quick, just just to kind of put a little a pause on the Undertaker. Um, John Cena, if he doesn't win, if he does not win this elimination chamber, per, you know, and let's just say this this is just talking about the the just laying it out on paper. If he does not win, he really doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. And and he talked about that on Monday, saying this is the first time in over a decade and a half that he hasn't been involved in a WrestleMania. So what so what what happens at that point? You know, I mean John Cena is one of the biggest names in the company. I mean he's been the, the, the front runner and the, the face of the WWE for so long. If he's not in WrestleMania, what happens? So if he does they're not just going to keep him off. I mean, you know, if you're not going to have The Undertaker, I mean, is there going to be something to where, you know, something happens when Cena's in and there's like a taker? Do we hear the gong then? And do we have Cena and Taker at WrestleMania? Or is there something? I mean, that's the only thing I can figuratively, like, think because where's John Cena going to go if he doesn't win the chamber? And obviously, as of right now, speculations, I don't think John Cena is going to be the one to win the elimination chamber. So, where does he go? I think that they're going to start phasing him out into a new role. I see Strowman winning the elimination. Uh, he's going to destroy everybody. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't see Cena winning. Uh, I think Cena is at the end of his days um, because he doesn't really wrestle that often. Um, I think that it's time for him to become an. He's more of an ambassador anyway. I see him taking a role like uh, Triple H with the company. I mean, you know, and, and, and I can definitely see that at some point, you know, but John Cena, I wouldn't necessarily say he's fully done yet, and I truly think that he's going to get that 17th championship at some point. I don't know if it's going to be this coming year or if it's going to be next year, but I think he will ultimately beat the 16, uh, you know, the, the number 16, he's going to uh, set the new record for most world championships won. Um, you know, and, and, and that's, that's the thing, you know, it's just right now there's just so many open-ended scenarios. And it's funny because people always say open-ended questions, but open-ended scenarios where you don't know what's going to happen. The elimination chamber, yes, it's going to set so much, but then it's going to keep questions going. Like, all right, well, if here's the thing, if the Miz loses, so what? He's still an intercontinental champion. He still has a title. He'll probably still have a match at WrestleMania. If if um, if John Cena loses, what happens? You know, like it's like where does he go? You know, obviously, I think they're going to do obviously like they do every year the Andre the the, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I think that that you know they, they'll probably have that at WrestleMania as usual. Um, you know, and yeah, that gives people something to do but that's not really a match for John Cena or Finn Balor or someone like that so I mean it's it's crazy I mean but so many things need to happen you know because then it's like everyone's always saying oh Roman Reigns is probably going to end up winning and going to wrestle Brock Lesnar but do you as a fan want to see that again but then let me ask you this do you think Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman can have a Wrestlemania caliber match because we've already seen them have a one-on-one match before and, and, yes, it was a good match, but you're talking about the grandest stage of them all. You're talking about potentially an Undertaker-less WrestleMania. So if AJ Styles and Nakamura are wrestling for the WWE uh, Championship, you know that match is going to blow the roof off the place. How is the Universal title going to do the same? Man, that, 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 that's, that's a rough one. 
that that universal title is getting shafted in in that tournament big time. Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, I just can't see, I just cannot see Cena Cena doing anything. I mean, I know he could beat Flair's record and and set set a record. I just I don't think he's going to do it. I I don't don't foresee it. But he's a draw, and you know, but he's at the end of it. He's end of it. If, if he gets the title one more time, it's not. I don't think it's because he necessarily deserves it. I think it's just the WWE giving him that just to put him in the record books. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where I just truly don't think that if, I, in my opinion, Cena doesn't win the you know the a championship a seventeenth time, I don't think there's ever going to be anybody else who's going to be able to break that record probably ever again. I just you know it's it's it, or it's going to be a long time before they can find a guy who can do what John Cena's done or. Ric Flair's done. I mean, um, think. I mean, if The Rock would have had a full career, yeah, he probably would have been close. Triple H was close. Randy Orton is creeping behind. I mean, even though he's not going to get it, but um, uh, Randy Orton will you know, get arrested. When you really again. look That'll at it, Randy Orton. <laughs> when they, you they really cannot, look at it, they cannot put the company on Randy Orton. Randy Orton is too undependable. He always has been. Uh, whether it's injuries or, or personal life, he's not dependable enough to 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 take that mantle off those guys. Right. The Miz, so, and, I could. And again, you know, who? The Miz. I could see the Miz at some point. Okay, but you got to think. Miz has only won the, the world title how many times? I think. Uh, was it twice? Maybe once, twice, twice. I I can't remember. I mean, he's. He's already midway through his career, maybe a little bit on the back end of, uh, you know, like maybe uh, three quarters of the way through. And I mean, he's he'd have to win like 15 titles in one year to, to come close, and that'll never happen. So, um, I mean, that that John Cena Ric Flair milestone right now, I think Cena will break it. But you got to think. I mean, right now there's nobody who's going to be able to touch that. I mean, it's just not going to happen anytime soon. So well, I, there's nobody young enough to touch it that that'll have the longevity. That's the problem. And and wrestling's changing. You know, people are starting to wrestle this 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 dive flip dive style to where you know everybody's more injury prone. I mean, you got to think. Uh, look at Kane. I mean, when can you ever really recall Kane being out with an injury? I mean, he's he's one of the he. I would say he's probably one of the most durable superstars of of all time. I mean. He's never really had any major significant injury. Uh, there's there's a lot of guys. I mean, that you know, even even The Rock. The Rock never really had like a, a really serious injury, um, you know, in his time. I mean, Austin had a couple. John Cena had a couple, but still, I mean, John John Cena still had a pretty good career overall um, because of just their style of wrestling. But I mean, now it's like so many of these guys, you know, get hurt because of just the style and the way wrestling has been adapting where you're doing a lot more high risk. So will they have somebody who can be that, that durable, um, reliable, you know, uh, kind of well-balanced style that, that, you know, won't risk, have that high risk and injury. 
No, they would have to have somebody that would be, they would have to have another Bob Backlund style. Bob Backlund never went to the air. Bob Backlund kept it on the mat. He never did any high risk. And look how many years he wrestled. Um, but there's nobody that, that so can do it. Hold on, I, I, I got to stop you right there. So what you're saying is they need to invest in Drew Gulak, the no-fly zone, right? That's what you're saying. Pretty much. He's the I'm, man. I, He's the man for the job. <laughs> I'm I'm saying that it's going to take somebody that's smart enough to protect themselves. Kevin Owens. Right. Kevin Owens does too many high risk maneuvers as a big guy. It, he's he's just an injury waiting to happen at this point. Uh, he's too he's too big for some of those moves. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree there. Yeah. I mean, it's just a crazy. I, I, uh... Go ahead. I've seen so many of these guys over the years and, and the way the style has evolved. And you look at the ones like the Ricky Mortons and the Robert Gibsons and these guys that are still wrestling. Now, they're not high flyers. They're not, they're not diving. They're, they're not swantoning over and through the ropes, ropes and, uh, and doing all these things. They've got a set that gives them more safety. I don't think we're going right. to see yep. these guys because we got guys that are coming into the WWE now that are 32, 34 years old. How are you going to get any longevity and create a legacy when you're already 34 years old and you've got a shelf life of four or five years at that point? Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's 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 crazy, but I mean, right now this WrestleMania is definitely shaping out to be a very uh, – a very up-in-the-air one, you know, because so many things are up in the play. I mean, you know, is Cena going to get close to that title again? Uh, you know, is, who's going who's gonna to face Brock Lesnar? Who's going to be the draw for the universal title? Um, what's going to happen with both women's championships? Hell, what's going to happen with the tag team titles? I mean, you know, is, are we going to see the Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers? Are we going to see, uh, you know, I mean, right now it's the bar. Who's going to wrestle the bar? I mean, who's, who's really, you know, it's just... It's it's you know the last last WrestleMania with the tag team division it was it's just kind of been a little bit of a bust. I mean, obviously when they brought in uh, the Hardys, that saved it. That's really the only thing that saved that match is just the pop of the returning Hardys, which was great. But um, I mean, on the on the other side, it wasn't anything that you know it was, it was okay. I mean, you know, it's like I just feel like they haven't really had a direction with the tag team. Yeah, I mean, the Usos have been great. I mean, they are. I, I always say, I mean, I would love to see the Usos versus the Young Bucks. You know, I think that would be a hell of a match because I truly believe that the Usos are one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, and some people might disagree, but I I truly believe it. Um, you know, but, but again, you know, it's just, uh, it's going to be, it's a very open-ended WrestleMania right now. And I hope that after this weekend, we start getting a little direction. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with Ronda Rousey. And then you have Fastlane coming up. So, I mean, SmackDown's its own uh, it's, it's it's its own beautiful mess over there as well. So, um, <laughs> I, I guess it, everything's all up in there. And, and speaking about WrestleMania, you know, he, here's one thing I wanted to, to talk about. So, now now that I have another promoter on here, so WrestleCon, it's always a huge thing. Let's go into the indies a little bit. You know, a, a lot of people – feel that running on WrestleMania week is like, it's this prestigious thing, right? You know, and, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody who does. 
But do you feel, because this is what I'm dealing with in New Orleans, right? What, 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 what me as just a wrestling fan or as, as a, uh, a wrestler or even a promoter, you have 21 independent professional wrestling companies running in a matter of, actually, hold on, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm sorry, three days. Let me just make it three days because um, I really don't think anybody runs WrestleMania Day. Uh, but anyway, so let's just say three days. You have 21 companies running in three days. How is that possible? You know, I mean, out here, you know, I, I, know, the, I know the companies that are out here in, 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 the, in the New Orleans area, really. Realistically, in the metropolitan New Orleans area, that run around here, it's Wildcat and it's Elevate Pro. And, you know, every now and then you have, like, some of these other, like, you know, there's, like, a little voodoo company or whatever they are. But but the the, the, the bigger ones, you know, like, I like understand, you know, Wildcat draws, you know, they, they have good crowds. They have very good crowds. And they draw, you know, 700, 800, you know, somewhere around there sometimes. Actually, you know, maybe between six and 800 people. They've been there for six years. They've built it up. That's where they are currently. Then where, I, where we are, we're 15 minutes outside the New Orleans area. You know, we're a little over a year old. You know, anywhere it's been between 250 to about 300. You know, we're starting to get up there, you know, consistently. Um, you know, we've, we've had more, but then, you know, we've had around what, what I just said. But I feel that the, the, the New Orleans area right now is still a young audience for – independent pro wrestling like you know there's there's some there's some uh there's some promotions in the outskirts of new orleans but that's really not the new orleans area so when when you look at it how is 21 companies going to be able to draw the, the the attention i mean even though i know some of them are at wrestlecon which is like a like a like a um you know it's all a function but you have Ring of Honor still running that, that, you know, that weekend. You have NXT coming that weekend. You have some companies that are not even wrestling in WrestleCon. So do you feel like there should sometimes maybe be a limit? Do you think that it's, like, it's so many companies, companies are oversaturating it? Is it, is, it doing damage, is it doing damage to promoters who are spending a lot of money to get there? Or do you feel that also you're kind of shortchanging talent? Because I know all the talent. Some of them don't get paid for this stuff. They come working for free because of, I guess, the quote-unquote privilege. So are, are people putting themselves in, in a financial, you know, um, kind of like a predicament because, you know, you're really just spending your own money to go out there and wrestle in front of these people. But it's like, is it, how, how do you feel the payoff is for this? Okay, so we ran last year to Orlando when WrestleMania was in Orlando. It was, um, we did not draw. Uh, we were kind of a last-minute deal. And I'll be honest, we did it just to be able to do it. And the guys came in, they, you know, they popped in for free. They wanted to do a show. We had a show. Um, it was more about being able to say that we were part of the experience than it was anything else, um, which is a shame. But, you know, we were one of, I think there was 24 or 27 that ran from Tuesday to Saturday. We were one of the Saturday shows. And there were so many shows going on that nobody did well. There were shows that only had like 10 people show up at them. 
And right. I think it got to the point that um, because it was spread out and being a metropolitan area that people weren't willing to go through the tolls and go here and go there and go there and go there to see the indie guys because the indie, they just, people didn't know who the indie guys were because they weren't in town to see the indie guys. They were in town to see WrestleMania itself. And um, unless you were a true indie fan and you caught us on a certain blog or you saw us mentioned on something, there really wasn't the interest for the indie companies, which was a shame because there were some uh, fantastic matches out there uh, in the indies. But I think oh, yeah. to have that many matches, that many shows with that many matches, uh, I mean, and you've got guys like Sammy Callahan doing seven and eight shows, it's more, it, it was a, it's overkill. It really is overkill. Uh, I right. wish that they only had one or two shows. You had two shows to choose from every every day. That would be perfect. Just to, you either go here or you go there. Uh, instead of right. there's seven shows running starting at eleven o'clock in the morning. Where are we going to go? Uh, because yeah, I mean, the fans don't really win because you there's too many options, and it's yeah, too you spread can't, out. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I totally agree with that. Like, you're, you're oversaturating to where, like, you know, so many people want to be at the same place. Like, if it was me, like, my understanding of WrestleCon is each, each company has a time slot, and they get to, they get to have a, a certain amount of matches, correct? I believe that's how it goes. Right. So why can't you do almost, like, featured matches? Like, you know, hey, you know, this, you know, you might have a couple of matches, here, like one or two matches. Like, you, you basically, it's like, bam, this you know, so-and-so super show and each company that enters is represented, but you make like maybe a 10 to 15 match show for like one day and you have different companies represented. So everybody's going to see it while they're there, you know, and you do it differently. You know, you pay for like a, you know, because again, you know, you might have a guy like Sammy Callahan on one show, but then, uh, but then you have, I don't know, Pentagon on another, and you wanted to see that one, but you're having to pick and choose, and it gets so rough. And, and you know, it, it just makes things harder, I, I believe, as, as a wrestling fan. Because here's the thing also with the state of Louisiana. We here, you have a commission that you have to have a, a promoter's license to run a show. Then you have mm-hmm. to have an EMT a doc, and a doctor, a certified MD, to, to to run a show. So it's like you can't like in Florida anybody can run WrestleMania weekend really because it's like whoever can find a spot in a venue, you don't have to really deal with a commission. You have to do that here. So if you're gonna run a show outside of WrestleCon and you have to find a building, you have to have all those other qualifications in order to make it happen. And then to top it all off, every wrestler has to have a license and blood work. Which the license are provided here, but the blood work you have to make sure it's correct. So it's a lot harder to run in the state. That's why you know, companies like myself or Wildcat Sports or, you know, other companies in Louisiana, you're only running every so often. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, it, it, and, and again, you know, like I know they do well, you know, but for some other companies like newer companies or companies in the the, out, the outskirts of, of the area, you know, you're, you're almost paying anywhere between $750 to maybe $800 to just run a show before you even sell a single ticket. So it's like, you know, you do have those restrictions and sometimes those little obstacles you got to face. So I don't know. I just feel like, you know, there's just so much. I mean, think about it. You know, 
Ring of Honor is running, I think, Saturday night on the same time that NXT is running. So it's like, and and, and I, I understand that rivalry. I, I know why, you know, but, but um, yeah, I mean, you're having to pick and choose who you want to watch. And I just think that it's just, there's so many companies, like, how do you, how do you balance it? You know, I think it, it, it does create a little bit of a, of um, uh, a little bit of a hassle if you are a fan and you want to watch because you just, you're paying so much money, but you know, you're not getting kind of everything you want in, in one go around. Yeah, absolutely. See, I wish Florida was more like Louisiana where they had the restrictions and where they had the licensing requirements and everything. Cause seriously, any, any schmuck can call up and rent a ring and get a venue and put on a show and, you know, and, and I, I shouldn't say it like that. That's a rude way of putting it. But it, it would be nice if they had more limits and protections and more hoops for people to jump through uh, to make it a better experience because uh, that's when you get the really crappy, the crappy shows that that are that aren't doing liability insurance, aren't aren't <laughs> making sure the wrestlers are trained, and aren't doing due diligence, they're just like, you know, hey, you want to wrestle? Come on, jump in the ring. We're having a battle royal. Right. Oh, believe me. There's a lot of that around here, too, you know, especially along the coast or whatever. You have a lot of those places that get the – they don't have – you know, they they don't – especially along the Gulf Coast, sometimes you – Louisiana not so much, but especially, like, certain places along in between Louisiana and Florida, some of these places, man, they they, they put on these backyard explosions that are – that are just um, Lord. I mean, uh, I don't. I don't know. You'd, you'd have to be half drunk to go enjoy it, you know. But actually, you'd probably have to be like almost completely drunk to enjoy it. But hey, that's that's a story for another time. But yeah, I mean, it's just kind of crazy, you know. But but hey, it's all in the spirit of WrestleMania, right? I mean, there's so much wrestling that at the end of the day, everybody knows WrestleMania is the big dog. You know, that is that is the the show of all shows, and um, you know, it's, it's something to still get excited about. So, but. Um, but yeah, so look before because uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start closing this out. Go ahead and tell us a little bit. Uh, you know, do you have anything coming up? Where can people find Ignite Wrestling while you're on here? Go ahead and this is this is your moment for a plug. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, we actually have a show coming up on uh, May 5th. You can go to Mayhem, Vero Beach, Florida, and I understand the Aztec Warrior will be there. Uh, Never heard of Never heard of the guy. Uh, yeah, and Serpentico will be there, and I never heard of him either. Uh. And uh, I heard another guy that goes yeet might be there as well. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back um, May 5th, uh, Cinco de Mayhem. And um, you can find us all over every social media platform. I won't even say them all, at Ignite Wrestling. But we're super easy to find. And um, got some cool stuff coming up. And um, just watch our social media. Sounds great. Well, look, I definitely appreciate you calling in. It was fun. Kind of helped me uh Help me get over through the awkward silence of uh, having to do this thing on my own because, uh, you know, my co-host yeah. decided to no-show tonight. But, hey, it's all good. Ain't nothing a little a little social media and uh, self-talking can't fix. So we'll be all right. Yeah, I learned that a long time ago doing a radio show when people would show up. So it's like, oh, man, right. bless his heart. I'll call in. <laughs> like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to start scrolling through my phone and start finding topics, you know, so. All right, Kim. Well, look, it was always great talking to you, fun chatting, a little wrestling. And, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and see you soon. And, you know, we'll uh, we'll catch up uh, before you know it. All right. Thanks so much. No problem. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, look, so 
this is what I love about podcasting. This is what I love, the randomness, the 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 people who come in for the save when you're when you're starting to to kind of just float away in open water and you realize that hey, there's a hole in my boat, what am I going to do now, you know? But it's all good. You got people that fix the plugs and give you a little bit more life. So again, very very thankful for Mrs. Kim Artlip from Ignite Wrestling out of Florida. Giving us a call, talking a little wrestling, always good. As you heard earlier, we had Miss Selena De La Renza and my co-host Nate Milton was a no-show. But it's totally fine because it was the night with the Aztec Warrior, and it's, there's nothing really wrong with that. I, I think it's pretty fun, you know. I mean, it's nothing really that that, that you know, there's nothing really that a little uh, TLC can't fix, right? You know, a little tender loving care and and uh, a little enthusiasm, right? Positivity, but. You know, guys, I do want to take the time. You know, it's 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 been uh, – I want to close the show by saying this. Let's not talk wrestling at all. It's crazy when we're – sorry, when we're flipping through social media and we're seeing the negativity, school shootings, shootings, criminal activity, everything, everything that you see right now. My My message to all of you, keep smiling. Be positive. Try to strive to do something good throughout your day to make at least one person smile. A little bit of positivity goes a mile in someone's life who might not, you know, be feeling the same way you are. Someone who might be having a rough day. Someone who might not be in a situation to be happy at the moment. Someone might be having a bad day. Be the change that that person needs. Be the change that the world needs. Because at the end of the day, we have the ability, we have the power to make someone's day better, to make our day better. We are the, we are the energy that we attract. Think positive, attract positive. Think negative, you're going to attract negative. Teachers, parents, adults, wrestlers, wrestling fans, we are the adults that are the influence and the guidance that our youth follows. Teach them respect. Let's teach them discipline. Teach them right from wrong. Encourage them to be better, to make better decisions, to be, to be that positive light in a classroom, to be the person to go say hello to another child, to talk to them. Because right now we are living in a world that obviously just needs more positivity. So my message to you guys is spread love, spread peace, and spread positivity. Those three things can go a long, long way. So I am the Aztec Warrior. You can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, all at Alex Cruz Nation, A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. As for myself, my invisible co-host, Mr. Nate Milton, my man, Mr. Elio, who's working the controls, always my, my basically that my ace in the back of my pocket because he helps us make sure this thing runs as smooth as possible, helps with the graphics, sets up the show. Elio is a true MVP. I know you're listening, man, and I'm truly appreciative for you and for the spirit of Mr. Felix Olmedo, which I know he's taking a little time off, but you know that we will never, ever forget you, and we are praying and hoping that you come back sooner than you expect and you get everything taken care of. Everybody listening tonight, I wish you all a good evening, 
in the words of El Jefe, Mr. Felix Olmedo. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching for the stars. I am the Aztec Warrior Alex Cruz for Pipe Bomb Radio. Have a great night. We'll catch you in the next go-around. Take care. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.